Hey y'all, I'm Jordan Gill, host of the System Samey podcast. More entrepreneurs are seeking freedom and flexibility, but how does that really happen? Systems, of course. I'm lifting the hood to my successful life first business, sharing strategies and thought-provoking prompts to how your business can accomplish the same for you. Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the System Saving Podcast. And I thought it would be an interesting conversation to hear what I don't allow to affect my relationships. Because I thought it was an intriguing topic, if I'm just being honest. And I think people are quick to share all the reasons they don't, you know, accept people or don't agree with people or hate people or dismiss people or whatever is going on. And I think that as somebody who is fairly accepting and like available for different perspectives and different experiences, I think it's important to note like what is and what isn't, in my opinion, because it's my podcast, (laughs) uh, what isn't a deal breaker for relationships for me. And this is, this whole episode is not meant for you to agree with everything I'm saying, but it, what I hope for it to be is an opportunity for you to reflect on like what you don't let affect your relationships and maybe where you think, oh, like, I don't want to be around this person because X, Y, Z, but then maybe realizing that that isn't as big of a deal breaker or non-negotiable as you may have thought previously. And I think it'll make more sense when I actually start talking about stuff. So let's rock. Um, something that I don't let affect my relationships is how people spend their time, right? So I have friends of mine who are literally highly ambitious go-getters, like just never ending energy. Okay. Which is, I don't want to say the opposite of me, but is, is very different from, from the pace that I can keep up. So... I used to think, oh, I can't be around other ambitious people because they're going to make me feel bad about myself. And I realized that that was silly of me. And again, I'm speaking on behalf of myself, my own perspectives. I'm not saying that you should have the same ones. I'm probably going to preface that like every five minutes. But I was like, well, you know, I don't really want to be around people who are going after like 10 million, 20 million, 30 million businesses because like, I already know that's not what I want. So why would I want to be around that energy and make me feel inadequate? And I said to myself, like, I think it was probably like a year and a half ago um, when I was um, invited to be a part of a peer mastermind that had a minimum of seven figures of revenue in it <clears throat> and you have to be um, invited by somebody and then you're voted on and it's like it's a whole thing um, and I was very grateful that um, they said yes to me and it's been such a wonderful experience everyone is so lovely and smart and awesome but anywho I it's not like I avoided the rooms of big revenue people, but I just had this notion of like the egos, which can be present, right? Egos and the 
the mentality of any advice they give me is going to be irrelevant because they're going to tell me to literally like just go ham and not sleep and do the most, which is all very unhelpful advice to me. And I realized that actually that's not true. And that actually is a very, for me, short-sighted way to see it because I think that in this instance, when you're around opposites, like you can really learn from each other. And I've learned really interesting strategies that I can then tweak to adjust to my capacities, right? Versus just counting them out automatically because it was team do the most. So that was something that I recognized in myself that I just was like, hmm, like I don't, I don't want to be that person just because someone chooses to be ambitious and go after these like intense opportunities. That doesn't mean that I can't be, I can't learn from them and that we can't connect on other things or that I can take what they say and dial it down or they take what I say and dial it up. Right. And so I realize I'm not, I don't really judge how people are spending their time or like people who, you know, play video games or people who, um, I don't know, do marathons and things like all things that I do not spend time doing, not because they're bad, but just because those are interests of mine. And in all reality, like I love the eclecticness of talking to people who have different interests than me. And so that's something that I really, really value. And even with Make Your Mark Live, I'm like, I want the most vibrant room of entrepreneurs ever. <laughs> like, I want people to come in here and be like, like, this is entrepreneurship. And I don't want it to look like the sea of samesies that we see all the time of just like, okay, everybody, you know, is into, and none of these things are bad. Everybody is into yoga and, you know, um, you know, meditation and reading the book, uh, that Simon Sinek wrote, you know, like, it's like, okay, yeah, cool. Everybody, everybody does the same thing. Like, that's not how you learn and grow and challenge yourself and whatnot. So that really is something that I have been paying attention to is just not judging how other people spend their time and saying that I'm not going to be in the same rooms as certain people because they spend their time differently than me. Right. Because just it's silly <laughs> for me. Um, another, uh, thing, I guess that I don't let affect my relationships, but I think some people get really intense about this. Uh, and it may, it's going to be silly coming out of my mouth, but if someone chooses different software than me, right? So as a systems person, you know, if you're in the operations space, we all talk about the software. We all talk about the tech stacks. We all have had experiences with different software and tools, and we all have very strong opinions about the software that we use. So I think it's interesting that um, I actually bought a Notion course that was fabulous. And this was years ago. And I literally didn't have any desire to move over to Notion. I just really wanted to, again, see a different perspective and see a different way of doing things. And 
Like it was a super lovely experience. And again, if you just stay in the sea of samesies of like, okay, I'm only going to hang out with people, other people who do Dubsado or other people who do active campaign, like do that. Like it's cool. Like there's no issues with it. And again, the variety of perspective, the, the opportunity for challenges gets lost because everybody just agrees with everybody. And I just realized I'm not, I, I want there to be moments of resonance and belonging in my communities and at my events and things like that. But I also, I don't want, I don't want a vanilla experience. That doesn't mean I want a wild experience or like whatever, but I just, I don't, I see people as such intriguing individuals that I just, I don't like let this kind of smaller stuff affect like who I am around. Right. So again, that one's like a shout out to my systems people, because we know that we <laughs> can sometimes judge people for using different software because of our own experiences with it. So this next one is juicy. <laughs> Uh, and that is that if someone has worked with someone I didn't have a good experience with, I can understand the other side of saying, okay, I heard this person not have a good experience with them. So therefore I'm not going to work with them or I didn't have a good experience with them. And then I see them working with somebody else. And now I can't like that other person who's working with them. I've heard and seen all of, all of those conversations. And I am somebody who... I have fairly good discernment and that doesn't mean I get it right all the time, but what it does mean is that I trust myself. And so I do believe that people can have a good experience with somebody that I didn't have a good experience with and vice versa. Right. And that's okay because not everyone is for everyone. And that doesn't mean that there aren't like, actual scammers that are just doing the same thing to everybody and everybody's had a bad experience. I'm speaking to the nuance, you know, and really this episode is all nuance. And because I'm not really like a black and white person, like literally, but also um, when it comes to just sides and, and perspectives, like I'm a pretty in the gray kind of person. And so I, just recognize that there's opportunity for the middle to exist and not to be ignored. So this is one that I think I'm not saying that you give people a chance if your own radar, you know, isn't being honored or, or whatnot. But at the same time, I think that there's, it's tough. Like this one was really tough. And as I was writing, I was like, Hmm, like, do I, do I not work with people that other people have not had good experiences with? Cause I really wanted to check myself and you know, I, I do trust people's opinions. I do trust people's experiences. And I also know that I can have a different story. Now, this doesn't mean necessarily that like if someone treated somebody horribly that I would like from a values perspective or a disrespectful perspective, or something like that, that those are obvious, like, no, thank you. I don't even, there's 
too many good people to even have to entertain people who are disrespectful. Um, but in a sense of, again, maybe they, like, you worked with them on branding, like, they didn't really quite get your branding right. But they did someone else's branding really well. Maybe it just, again, they didn't quite get you, you know? Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a, an interesting point um, that I had to ponder about for a hot minute. This one is good, too. <laughs> so... Uh, Okay, this is something, again, that I don't let affect my relationships, right? If someone preaches against VIP days or other things that I love, listen, just because I love something does not mean the entire world also needs to love something, right? It is okay if, you know, you see me talking about AI and you're like, oh my gosh, I hate AI, whatever you know like i don't hate people who hate ai like i'm just like all right whatever like it's your choice or i don't hate people who say vip days are the worst i hate them they're a terrible experience okay you know um and that's fine and i think that there it's just it's so odd in this industry a little bit that we just get so like oh like if she's for this and she's against that or if he's this and he you know it's like okay marketing is marketing and yes you know we're sharing our opinions a lot of them are just personal opinions and that's all it has to be like i have friends who have business models that i literally would bang my head up against a brick wall over and over and over again rather than run that type of business that literally means nothing about how I can enjoy this person or learn for them or enjoy them as a human. You know, this just means that I wouldn't have the business that they have. Right. And I think that that's just, and I'm like, I'm friends with people who don't like VIP days <laughs> and guess what? I'm still friends with them and it's great, you know, and I don't take that initial offense. Right. Um, that I think a lot of other people would because naturally it's like, oh, I want people to have people around me that are supportive of the way that I do business or are in support of my business in general. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. And I think where, where this comes from is again, you know, I have friendships outside of the online space, um, that really hold me down in this area and that don't, allow me to just like stay so ingrained in this industry like there's a whole reality going on <laughs> outside of this industry and sometimes if you don't look up enough or if you don't spend time enough with like you know normal mortal people <laughs> it uh it could it can really start to adjust how you see the world and how you see people and I just you know like I have friends who are stay-at-home moms and my mom was a stay-at-home mom and that is not my calling do I want to be a present mom absolutely but I don't want to be a stay-at-home mom and I have plenty of friends who are and want to be stay-at-home moms and guess what I still love them 
and I still care for them and we can still have wonderful conversations and friendships and laughter without us wanting the same life. Imagine that, right? And I think sometimes in our industry, we get really this weird haterade stuff going on that I just don't, <laughs> like, I don't subscribe to. Like, I'm going to be friends with you regardless of the business model you have, unless you're like, I, I don't know, like, I don't even know what kind of business you'd have to be in, but it would have to be a very dark business. And I can't think that dark. Um, so, you know, like, just recognize that, that again, even if somebody doesn't like or doesn't um believe in the type of business model that you run that doesn't mean that they couldn't you couldn't still have a good relationship with them and have a good um connection with them and again this this is in the same vein but again something i don't let affect my relationships if like someone doesn't agree with how i run my business right again um when it comes to well i don't know like maybe I don't this is not a real example at all but if some for some reason somebody I was connected with like hated collaborations or something and were like I can't believe you're creating a network to collaborate I think that's like a stupid idea or whatever um like it's fine you know and even like I have ideas all the time that my team is like, what? <laughs> like, why? Why are we doing this? Like, what is the? They have a lot of questions, and rightfully so. And I welcome all those questions. And because the thing about people challenging you or asking you questions, it's not because they don't think you should do something or don't believe you. What I see it as is like, it's a test of how grounded I am in the decision making. And some decisions I'm like, oh yeah, like actually I'm not that invested in it, so never mind. Or sometimes I'm like, no, like this is the depth of like commitment and groundedness that I have toward this idea. Right? So I I I think too often we put a ton of stake into how people are perceiving our business, right? And what I think is awesome about right now is that there seems to be more openness and acceptance around where people are at, right? And what they're experiencing and, you know, people closing down their businesses or sharing about mental health or sharing about health struggles or things like that, like... We need that. We need that transparency. And that doesn't mean that you need to share things as they're happening or two days after. Um, I'm definitely a share the scar, not the wound kind of person because I need to mentally process it for myself to know that it's like something that I feel good about sharing. Um, but I just want to really encourage you if you are looking around at your relationships and seeing a lot of the same, like whether it's the people who all went to the same, maybe they all were from New York and you only are friends with people from New York because you feel like New Yorkers are the best or that's a silly example, but like, oh, you're only surrounded by people who all like iced coffee or you're all surrounded by people who 
all love membership business models. I really, really, really want to encourage you to diversify your relationships. And you can 100% ignore this message if it's not for you, right? And if it is for you, like, I have found so much beauty in being in rooms of people that think differently than me, that are differently than me. And so that's why I don't let a lot of things, like, affect the relationships that I have. And some of the most beautiful relationships I have, if I'm if I'm really processing and thinking through this, some of the most beautiful, treasured relationships that I have are with people who are so different than me and make such different decisions in their life. And yet there's such a level of respect and love there that it makes it awesome. And I truly, truly value those. And as somebody who also has seen a lot of people in their life that haven't experienced good friendships and good relationships, you know, like these are what make up your life. Yes, you have accomplishments. Cool. You got some awards. Cool. You like did some stuff. Milestones, rah, rah. And I'm not belittling that per se. It's more or less just like you know, thinking back and what I've read and, and heard and and whatnot from people who are close to, to passing away um, is that they wish they spent more time with people that mattered or people that they loved versus worrying about people who don't matter or trying to keep up with the Joneses or, you know, like doing all these accomplishment things. And you know, as, as someone who there's just been a lot of, um, thankfully no one extremely close to me, but there has been a lot of death surrounding me. Um, this month, it really, really reminds me that the people are who, are who matter. And again, not in a way of like, okay, I'm going to please everyone, but the people that I love and respect and that love and respect me, like those are, those are what's most important. And like, do I love accomplishing things? Yes. But when it comes down to it, if you only have people in your life that love you or respect you for your accomplishments, like, is that really what we want to build relationships and friendships and connections based off of? No. Like, again, I, there are people in the industry that I respect so much who, again, have very different business models than me. And but I respect them a ton because I know what it's like to create and innovate and build. You know, it takes a lot of courage. It takes so much sacrifice and commitment. And when I see other people doing that, I'm like, I got you. I see you like out here, shining, impacting, taking care of yourself. Like that's what I get down with. And so hopefully this episode, again, you know, I, I'm sharing it from my perspective and my lens, but I would love to know like what resonated with you from this conversation and this, this dialogue, because 
again, too often people are so short with, with giving people opportunities and chances to connect. And that's unfortunate, you know, and not in the way of, again, if someone's disrespecting you or things like that, not, not talking about that. Yeah, I just, it's something that I've really been processing a lot lately and wish that I saw more of in the industry versus a lot of like the tearing down and um, mocking and bashing and all that stuff. Like, I just think that there needs to be a lot more respect shown and given in our industry. And I hope to be somebody that when people are in my presence, they feel respected um, at the very least and encouraged or loved on or cared about. Um, because that's really important to me, you know, I hope you enjoy this episode. Come chat with me in the Instagram DMS, uh, about what you found interesting or not interesting. <laughs> I'm open to all, all feedback and, uh, yeah, I hope you get to thinking about the relationships you have and the relationships that you want to have. So I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the System Save Me podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram for daily advice or LinkedIn if that's more of your jam. Let me know if anything resonated with you by DMing me or tagging me in stories.